This is a message from the emergency alert system. This is not a test. The following message is issued by the request of United States government. Our planet is under attack by an unknown extraterrestrial force. All attempts to stop this attack have failed. Radiation levels have reached lethal limits. Seek immediate underground shelter if possible. Remain inside until you received other instructions from government officials. This is not a test. Welcome to The Pattern is Full, a podcast exploring the unknown. We are your hosts, Dan and Dave. From past to future, we'll take you on a journey of discovery and surprise. Every episode, we'll uncover hidden patterns and extraordinary tales that will question what you know and challenge what you think you know. From ancient mysteries to cutting-edge science, get ready to explore the unknown. So join us as we dive deep into the depths of the metaphysical and unknown. Come along, and let's see what we can discover together. All right, welcome to the Pattern is Full. This is Dan here. This is Dave. And what's up? I don't know it, man. Back, um, trying to decipher what all is going on in the crazy world we live on, right? Absolutely. Or the simulation we live in, whatever this is. Yeah, the hologram, whatever you want to call it, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, got uh, got the, the hangover. It looks like it's on in the background on the TV. And it's a pretty cool point where uh, Mr. John gets out of the trunk or whatever. So <laughs> he's whooping everybody's ass right now. As a, I, I need to watch that again someday. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it was. I guess it was just on. I didn't know. Uh, so I mean, I guess a lot has went on since the last time we done this. Oh yeah, just crazy uh, stuff. Ton of stuff. We were um, about a week behind on our um, regular episode. Uh, my hold house got struck with the uh, the disease that you do not mention its name. Um, but it has a 19 in it. Um, (laughs) everybody was pretty sick. Then I had a little work trip I had to run out of town on. It's got a beer named after it, right? Oh, does it really? Corona. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The 1994 version of that. Yeah. Um, but Hey, I don't know, man. It's been a it's been a rough road, but recovery is here for everybody, and um, we're back to feel the ears of the listeners with all the mystery of the universe. I guess the latest and the greatest, <clears throat> right? Again, on that same bat channel that we're always on. You know, there. <clears throat> I guess. We had one listener last last time talk to us about the Bat Channel thing. I guess that That's was right. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, we've really had a big uptick in downloads here lately. So it's uh, awesome. Birds getting out. Let's just get them likes in. And uh, whether you like us or not, you know, at five star review helps us get popular. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll take it. You know, maybe we'll up the level of um, seriousness. You know, you never can tell. That's right. That's right. Um. So anyway, how's uh? Of course, I just saw you today at the office. I guess everything was grando this afternoon when you got home. Oh yeah, yeah. Just look. <laughs> looking at those um, those wiring projects that were done for us and yeah. the fact that there's several of them that just don't work. Yeah. You know, I feel like the somebody dropped the ball somewhere on that. Um, you know, yeah. It's like, you see what happens, Larry. You see what happens. That's right. That, you know, that's an unfortunate name for that person because we can always say that. You see what happens, Larry. Uh, and he'll understand the uh... – nomenclature there that's absolutely right yeah the preferred nomenclature that's right that is right uh well i guess uh unless we've uh got anything else we can jump into what we um jump into our topic or i don't know we can have a round of tea and crumpets and i mean there's just that whatever 800 pound gorilla sitting in the room with all those congressional hearings. And I know you've got a lot to say about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm one of the people that, so you listeners didn't have to listen to the whole two and a half hours. And as weird as I hate to say that I did listen to the two and a half hours of the congressional hearing. And you would have thought I was watching the newest action movie out because I was glued to that damn thing. I have never watched a congressional oversight hearing about something that I didn't yawn and almost go to sleep. Sure. But in this, dude, I've got a notepad full of notes that I took from the thing because I was just like... And then it even went back and watched parts of it over again just to make sure I heard what I heard, what I wrote yeah. down that I heard. So yeah. uh, it was very exciting, and uh, we'll get into that. Um, I we'll, we'll break it down into small, simple terms because there was some boring parts of it, but for the most part, um, it was it was quite shocking, and I guess. Welcome to all of you aliens that are listening too, since they have pretty much been testified under oath that non-human biologics are here, which I guess a non-human biologic is a sunflower. It's a biologic and it's not human. Um, You know, I guess a dog is truly a non-human biologic. So maybe instead of aliens, it's a freaking like the first of Guardians of the Galaxy. They're just taking like little raccoons and animals and giving them intelligence. And uh, <laughs> hey, who knows, man? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's a bunch of rocket raccoons running around here. We just right. don't know it. Well, I mean, to me, it, it kind of, um, you know, I've, I've, I've had those interesting thoughts about what if they're not from outer space? What if they're from the Earth? 
you know, yeah. from the interior right. or from under the ocean, you know, um, and a lot of what they said didn't necessarily mean they were from outer space, you know, especially when they start talking about how many of them are seen over the water or diving into the water um, and so on. And have you ever watched The Abyss? I have not. I do want to watch that. I actually, um, that may be something I do this weekend. Especially oh, I would if- highly recommend it. I think you would, uh, I really think you'd like that one. But, um, so, hey, I'm going to get started with what I had for news, and then we'll get into that because we're already kind of touching what our topic's going to be about. Yep, yep. Um, so, I had um, something that aired on Fox News, and I'm trying to get that to pull back up, about, um, wow, I mean, that is so crazy. I, I just had that pulled up. There it goes. It comes back. So, um, the topic of it, and this comes from the Jerusalem Post. Right. That being said, I did look up the interview on, uh, and watch it from uh, Fox, and um, it, it, it was quite crazy. Um, they also had um, Representative um, Burchett was on that interview as well uh, from the Oversight House Oversight Committee. He's the one from Tennessee. Yes. 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 Uh, but it says UFOs once took control of Russian ICBM nearly caused World War III. And instead of me just reading this article, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't know. I don't. I personally don't like to hear someone read unless I'm uh, unless I'm like listening to an audio book. Right. Like, I was somebody just reading something to me. So I, I get bored. But uh, George Cap, he's an award-winning Las Vegas journalist, reported um, that um, the Russian military fighter jets have actually had 45 different incidents where the fighter jets were scrambled and intercepted uh, UFOs, UAPs, whatever you want to call them. Um they attacked them, and at least in three of those inter- different incidents, um, three three jets were shot down by the UFOs. Mm-hmm. It resulted in two pilots dying, wow. um, and the UFOs basically were untouched. No matter what, they they could not match the the propulsion and the maneuvers that the UFOs were doing. And it was, it was like some of the descriptions are like they would, you know, be behind one trying to engage it and it would basically disappear and reappear over top of them and then shoot them. Okay. Three pilots died. Um, and some of these incidences, some of the incident were as back as far as the 1960s, 1969. That, that not necessarily the ones that were shot down. The, the the most recent one was July 12th, 2022. Hmm. Um, there was also you know some in, in 2004. Um, they've also studied. Uh, it said that Russia actually started the largest known UFO investigation that lasted over a decade into these incidents because of their. Um, 
contact. Um, but the, they testima, testified in front of Congress as well, um, also stating that uh, the aliens appeared over a base, and it does not give the sp specific name of the base. Um, it gives the, I guess, the general or whatever his... Uh, <sighs> whatever his title is in the Russian military, I'm trying to find it again. But he says that <clears throat> UFOs appeared over a base. They were doing these crazy maneuvers in Russia. It was one of their nuclear weapon bases. Mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden, they lost all control of their nu nuclear weapons. Launch codes were entered into their nuclear weapons. They had no way to cancel it. And all of the nuclear weapons were targeted to, to different uh, parts of the United States. Uh, Russia apparently went into freak-out mode because it would have started World War III. And um, just as soon as that happened, within just a few minutes, control was returned to the, to the um, Russians and the UFOs disappeared. Uh, I will link this article in our show notes. Just uh, go to the pattern is full podcast.com. Click on the show notes tab. I'll have this article in there. There's actually a video on it too. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. Um, so um, this is some information that was declassified by the Russian military as well, the Russian government. So, uh, there's a lot more to it. I'll let you read it for yourself. But, um, the, uh, the video is quite, or the, uh, article's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and I've heard reports, uh, stories, I've read things that, uh, stuff like that happen in, uh, the United States too. Some of our bases, um, one in particular, and I, I can't remember the name of the base and I didn't research it for this, but that basically it's the same story we didn't engage it with fighter jets but all of a sudden ufos appeared over an army base everybody come out was looking at them it was strange and instead of it arming their nuclear weapons it shut them all down right they that's lost what i've heard yeah. control of their uh, their <clears throat> nuclear base uh and it um it like just lost power, and it was like the alien ships or the the UFOs, whatever they are, the non-human entity vehicles, were uh, had control of everything. Right. That's that's one that I'd heard about previous to the whole Russian thing. But that one was more recent, right? I mean, it, it's not been. It wasn't in the '60s. This was not that long ago, was it? Which one, the Russian one or the, United, one? the one in the United States. Uh, yeah, that one was, um, I, I want to say it was um, <clears throat> in the 80s. Okay. But this one, the, the now the Russian one, they're just saying that they've been engaging. They've sent fighters up to engage um, UFOs since the 1960s. The most of these incidents were um, in the early 2000s. Well, and then the last reported one 
uh, was in um, 2022, uh, where um, they had contact, a fighter jet had contact and was shot down. Right. Uh, you know, and you know, Russia, the Russians just don't like release a lot of news like we do. I mean, everything yeah. we do is all over the news within right. hell twenty minutes of it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, you know, and I still find it awful weird that we shot down obviously one spy balloon. There's no doubt about that. And then we shoot down two UFOs. And then the response you get from the government is, well, it's in too rough a terrain. We can't get to it. One yeah. of them's in freaking Lake Michigan, dude. Right, right. How rough is the damn terrain in Lake Michigan? I mean, <laughs> you can get there. I mean, it's not just like, oh, we can't find it. And now everybody's tried to blow that off like, well, it was balloons, too. It wasn't no damn balloons, hell. I mean, we've already been through that. I mean, there was a balloon. These other things were not balloons. That, I mean, you had fighter pilots saying when they got close to them, they 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 lost their um, navigation, their instruments to their plane or to their jets. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that just don't happen, you know. Even the guy that uh, what, what, into our story that testified to Congress, the one that um, uh, videoed the the Tic Tac incident, he said it jammed their radars. They don't, you know. They basically, I don't know, but that was kind of my news story. Um, um, I was going to see, uh, yeah, there it is. This U.S. Air Force base that had the nukes. Um, I was going to see when that was. It, no, it actually was. It says that was in uh, 1967. Uh, and it was at... Um, let's see what the name of the Air Force Base is. Robert Salsa was the... Um, was the Air Force captain that saw that. Uh, or, that or that, you know, claimed that. So, right. anyway, I, I'll find the name of that military base here. And, uh, did you uh, did you have a news story? Do you, do you have anything? Uh, well, there's, um, you know, of course, right after the, um, the hearing on the, well, actually, this was just a couple of days ago, um, where is this? Ah, there we go. Um, there were some uh, polls made by uh, YouGov, New Newsweek, things like that about the uh, belief of people in UFOs, or the belief of Americans, I guess, in UFOs. And um, the, um, the people that now think that there are definitely UFOs, the percentage has risen about 14% since 1998 when they had also surveyed these topics um but and the doubt the doubt that um they don't really know what it is has also risen um and the 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 part in the middle that said the people are saying oh this is something natural 
there's an explanation. We'll find out what it is has shrunk. So, you know, there's the, we don't have a clue. There's, it's definitely UFOs. And then the people in the middle that, that think, oh, we'll figure it out. But so far, no one has. Um, that was, just, that was actually uh, released on the second, which was just a couple days ago. Um, so there's, there's definitely interest and an uptick of interest in uh, UFOs by the American people for sure. And all of the, you know, there's tons of people that have never even paid any attention to this topic that suddenly they're like, oh, wait, what's going on? Let me, yeah, let me find right. out something about it. Not um, a weirdo like me that's always been into it. Um, but I think that's part of having a UFO experience. And not only that, just being a sci-fi guy in general. I mean, sure. I, I, it just, you know, you want it. I mean, I say I want it to be true. I want it to be true as long as it's, um, as they're not going to destroy us. Yeah. If they're friendly, that's great. Um, you know, I've seen several, um, you know, there's nothing that documents this or says that it's news or it's true or whatever, but um, I don't know if it was Neil Nyson or if it was Mashio Kiku that said, you know, from the the anecdotal evidence, what the pilots and the people are saying, you know, these these things could go from um, eighty thousand feet and drop in in just seconds back down to almost surface level, or even dive into the ocean. But there's nothing that we have that could do that. Um, right. So that, that you know that would indicate a higher level of technology, and then you've had other people that have been, you know, more like us that are like, well, what's going on here? And, um, why is this not being taken seriously? Why are we not getting the information? Um, saying things like, well, if you've got that kind of technology, you probably have some form of energy, um, energy manipulation or, you know, energy production that would basically bankrupt all of our, um, our current, you know, industrial type, uh, industrial, um, economy because you know if if, if um, we had something that could you could put in your house that gave you free electricity for the rest of your life you know hey the coal the coal companies the oil companies um, all of those folks are going to go belly up you know the Saudi Saudi Arabia would be um, one of the poorest countries in the world with you know yeah and and, and that was part of, part of what I you know part of what I had you know, I'm not necessarily sure it's about the extraterrestrials or the non-human entities being here. I mean, that is going to destroy some religion, as you know it. Right. Uh, but it's also going to be, I, I, I think it's mainly about, change. it's going to change our infrastructure, infrastructure so much because... It, they've been hiding it, I think, because of they want us to keep using oil and gas and, uh, you know, heating and cooling our homes with electricity and natural gas. And uh, even even your car, I mean, even if you go with an EV, you still got to have electricity to keep that car charged. Sure. And if there is an energy out there that is uh, never ending, to say then that's that that blows up a whole lot of industry and technology and everything else yeah. so yeah it just changes a lot so yeah. uh, and, and like you said there'd be no more 
riches in um, Saudi Arabia, and and it, we'd have a lot of politicians that would probably be out on their asses too. Absolutely. They'd be down in the homeless shelters with everybody else because that's right. all they're invested in as oil companies. So you've got um, two sides of that. You've got like what's called Occam's razor, which is the simplest explanation is usually the best explanation, which is that this is some sort of natural phenomenon. These are, there's some explanation that, that we can come up with this. It can't be these other things. But then you also have that old adage about follow the money. And where is the money to be made in keeping this from people? Well, there's a hell of a lot of money to be made, especially, you know, if you're in the energy generating business, Right. Um, so yeah, I, I can I can I could definitely see the government and big businesses trying to make sure that nothing that interferes with their revenue streams, you know, gets gets out there. And you know, and that goes along. Of course, there's all those other conspiracy theories about these guys over the years, these folks that have invented. They said they had. A, I have a car that runs on water, and the next thing you know, that guy's dead. Or I'm exactly. going to have a demonstration of my new. Uh, invention that creates energy out of whatever and that guy dies in a mysterious accident <laughs> i mean this is yeah. just a whole litany yeah. a whole, a whole uh, string of those types of things so no I, I i totally agree and i think uh in a very near future x uh uh episode that's what i want to do i want to do i want to do an episode on all of these people that have experimented with these different types of energy and came up with something. I mean, you got the stuff with uh, Nikola Tesla, you know, that uh, the wireless energy and the stuff that he was, and then and like he dies and all the shit just goes away. And yeah. the FBI takes all of his stuff. Like you said, you got the guy with the, uh, the water car that was getting ready to meet with, um, uh, an investor and at the table he's sitting there ready to eat with the guy he has a freaking heart attack and dies right and before he dies he looks at the investor and goes i've been poisoned yeah i mean he says that i mean that that's documented so uh we i'm gonna do we'll do some research on that and maybe we can hit that next week yeah. depending <laughs> on if our guest um, that we've got lined up to interview can do next week. Oh. Uh, I, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, we'll check and see uh, where their status is at on that okay. on that interview. Um, because I'd like to get them in and, and get an interview under our belt real, you know, just sure. to have it done. I'm going to reach back out to Eric um, from the Zero Point Energy or uh, the, um, not really Zero Point Energy, Eric, um, I hate to not say his name, right? Let me, um, my name drop him in here because I've been emailing with him, but, um, Eric Hecker. And, um, if you don't know who he is, I will also, I'm trying to get him on for an interview. Uh, he is, uh, quite, quite the busy guy. He is somewhat of a whistleblower. Mm hmm with some stuff going on in Antarctica. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. He has his, uh, he has a website. I'm trying to, to get it. Uh, 
Is that is that the fellow that's got the the story about the neutrino emissions and the yes. cray to detect uh, things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really the, interesting. You know, the, the crazy stuff going on in it. Yeah, he was actually uh, like a civilian contractor in um, Antarctica, and um, it, it's just crazy to know. Um, like what he reports on, like what he says is uh, they were using for energy and something just like, like basically it is stuff that we've not heard of. Yeah. And he was there working on the stuff and saw it. So uh, it's pretty cool. I have emailed back and forth with him and, uh, and he is, he, the last email I got from him really just said, and it was at the end of July. I am very interested. I'm just very busy. Uh, and I understand. I mean, because he's just one that... Um, he's just a guy that also has just come out and started talking about his experiences. Sure. He was actually uh, in Dr. Stephen Greer's recent um, press conference. He tested... Or, uh, when we testified, or uh, he he presented in it, I guess you say. Um, so, so that he's pretty cool. Um, he would be a great guest to be on here. And like I told him, I would like um, I would just like for him to come on and tell us his um, just tell us a story. Sure, yeah. Um. So. Um, anyway. I guess we were going to talk about the main thing we were going to talk about today was uh, the Congressional Oversight Committee, and everybody's heard about that, and, and, yeah. and I don't want to beat a dead horse with the same information that everybody else has all put out, but if you get your news from us, which we hope you do, <laughs> we want to talk about it. So, yeah. um, um, what? Three people testified, three witnesses. Right. All former military with great credentials. Right. David Grash was one of them. Uh, Graves and Fravor were the other two. Yes. 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 Two of them were pilots. Right. And um, their story was a little different than uh, Grash's, you know, um, Graves is the one. Is he the one that recorded the TikTok? Or was the he the one? Thing? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, basically, was involved was a fighter pilot involved in that uh, Tic Tac incident that happened that was released by the Navy. Um, you know, um, that's just amazing, and the story he tells about how the. Um, uh, when that, their instruments on their their airplanes just ba- or their jets, they're not airplanes. They're freaking some of the most badass jets that the United States military has, like the F fifteen or the F yeah yeah I you know like F eighteen uh, and I think even to now there's been some F twenty two Raptors involved, which they are apparently they're like the holy grail of fighter jets yeah. Uh, I've actually, when having a brother that recently retired from the Air Force, I've got to see some of those, that cool aircraft 
uh, in person uh, because I had access to uh, air shows that the Air Force had, and we'd, we'd go uh, to uh, uh, Eglin Air Force Base a few times uh, to some air shows, and it was really cool. Uh, there were a few times that, that, that uh, we even went down and stayed on, on base. Uh, yeah. They have uh, hotels on base that you can stay, and it's a whole lot better rate than actually staying in a public hotel for family. So, um, um, you know, there was that. The other guy uh, testified. So two of the testimonies, Gresh, David Gresh is the only one that when asked the question, did you see this with your own eyes? He said no. Right. But his job was to interview and I don't I don't know really what his job was but he was told by top ranking officials that you know that there basically there's aliens I mean he says they have recovered craft they have reversed engineered craft and not only is the government hiding it but also other other um Businesses public, and you know. yeah, businesses, public sector stuff is involved right. in this. Right. And when asked who those was, he said, "Well, he couldn't. He could only release that information in a closed setting." Yeah. And uh, one of the congressmen asked, "Well, can you give us a list? And do you know where that's at?" He said, "I know exactly where it's at. And as soon as this is over, I'll provide the list for you and all the locations." So. I think that could go two ways, man, because you're looking at yeah. it now. Um, look at this in the yeah. We know that stuff is there. And it makes me think that the people, that the stuff is there, they're going to like, um, they're going to move it. They're going to do something with it. They're yeah, gonna, oh yeah. I mean, if you're messing with that type of stuff, whether your funding is cut or no matter what, you have the resources to can we take hot it ditch it or move it or do something with it. I, I just, It'll be too hot. You can take it and lay it on the ground. That's fine. It's I right. just think that um, that's part of it. There has to be a way that I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking what's going to happen now is they're going to get a warrant or something or going to go kick a door in and it's going to be an empty warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or else wow, where did everything go? It never was here. He lied to you. That's yeah. that's what's going to be said. Or else there'll be a conveniently um, conveniently destructive fire. <laughs> yep. Everything burn up. Sorry, it's just all gone. You know. I mean, you know, there, there's, but I mean, I don't know what you do. You got to go through the legal process to get to this stuff. But and then immediately after this hearing. The Pentagon releases a statement that basically says, well, we don't have any information on any of this stuff, but we can't prove that anything he said is the truth. I mean, the man is facing the rest of his life in prison if he lied under oath. Yeah. I don't think there's... I'm, all three of them. Uh, the other pilot had a crazy story about... A uh, UFO the size of a football field coming right. up out of the water right. and levitating, basically, above the military base. 
that blows my mind, man. Yeah. Um, the size of a football field. Right, and that's that's what I'm saying. You you've got to see the abyss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. It'll it'll be a this weekend um, thing, and then you you know you boil down to the point where here we are. We've basically been told aliens are real, and we're still getting our asses up and going to work every day. What the hell, man? Right. Yeah, a lot of people are pretty stunned, but um, I mean, it's it, shit. I don't know. And then didn't the um, didn't the guy from Era or Aura or whatever it is get um, say something about we've got no proof of this? This is all just you know, there's nothing here to prove anything. What is his name? The um, yeah, um, what is that guy's name? Yeah, I think I think he pretty much said, "Oh yeah, this is all no, none of this is true," and you know, yada yada. Well, he didn't really say it's true. He just said we don't have evidence of it. Yeah. Which all I would say to that is he's in charge of Arrow, which is the task force. Mm-hmm. He's not got. He don't have um, the clearance. Is it Burleson? Burleson? Yeah, I think. No, no, this is somebody else. Let's see. That's a senator. Uh, it's A A R O. I think is. Yeah. The agency. Um, can't remember his name. Um, but I mean, they even talked about misappropriated funds in the um, in the Pentagon. Right. Misappropriating those funds. To use them on these secret projects uh, that are that's being done. It's Kirkpatrick. That's his name. Kirkpatrick. Sean, yes. Sean Kirkpatrick. It. Yeah, that's it. Now he's a doctor, right? And he doctor Sean Kirkpatrick. Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I don't. Know. I don't. I don't see where it says doctor, but that doesn't mean he's not. Right. I. I, I may be wrong. Um, uh, anyway, you know, it, it, I mean, a lot went on. Um, I don't know what people in other parts of the world hear and know. Um, so I tried to do a little research, like looking up what other... Um, what other countries are, are saying about UFOs. Sure. You get a lot from Russia. Uh, and when you get to like the UK and stuff, you get the American news. So those countries are reporting on everything that's going on here. Mm-hmm. Like they're reporting on Congress and all this shit. So, um, you know, I, I, I wish I could find Eric Hicker's um, actual website because he's got a very cool website about this stuff. But anyway, in my my research of just like government cover-up, government exposure, I ran across um, 
a guy, former CIA officer, um, actually not just an officer, whatever. He was a GS-15, which is a pretty high-ranking officer from what I read. I don't know. Um, But he has basically said, now this is not something that was in the hearing. This is just something I read that that also has came up that... um, he had personal visits to uh, Area 51. There's photos taken in the 1950s over McMinnville, Oregon. Those photos have apparently, there are UFOs, AUPs, what do you want to call them? They right. have um, definitely been confirmed as legitimate and authentic. Um, he said there's uh, existence of extraterrestrial human hybrid program. And that has been confirmed since World War II. Uh, the existence of underground facilities, specifically in St. Louis, Missouri, is confirmed. Uh, talks about his visits to Area 51, as I said. He's confirmed CIA knowledge of the origins of the human race, which includes a gene- genetically engineered mix of extraterrestrial and primate DNA. The most shocking thing that, I, which I've heard that stuff, not necessarily from this guy, but from other people, right? Right. He says that Google received its search engine technology. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Google Earth functionality, all from the CIA. And this was given to Google in return for the company that will be the one who translates, disseminates, and manages data transfer between extraterrestrials and humans. So, basically, the CIA invented Google. (laughs) I mean, that is pretty much it. Yeah. He was uh, a little bio on Mr. John Ramirez, so you don't think he's just a kook. He was in the CIA from 1984 to 2009. And he was a, a CIA director of science and technology. He also says that um, there will be what we would call an alien invasion in 2027. And he says the reason, a lot like what we say, if you just read a lot of his stuff, um, he basically says the reason aliens are being suppressed from our knowledge is because of the technologically the technological advancement that we will experience once we know everything. Yeah. Like there's going to be technology we can't even comprehend. Right. Anti-gravity free energy i will put uh, i will put that link also in our show notes on ramirez um uh i got most of that information from uh, scott scott Odo voice i don't know how to read that website's really weird uh but this is not just 
like this dude has appeared in interviews uh, mm -hmm. on TV. He's uh, he has testified in front of Congress as well. Uh, I think we're just at the point, man, where all these people are coming out. So new legislation was also passed in the last week. Uh, some of it, Chuck Schumer released part of of it, and it's basically cutting the um, funding for um, a lot of UAP projects. Yeah, and uh, it's cutting that funding not because it wants to cut it, but because if it cuts it, somebody's going to ask for money, and they'll find out where everything's at. Right, is basically what they're saying. So they're basically saying, we're, if it's got the word UAP in it or UFO, we're cutting the, the we're going to cut ties. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot of shit happening right now. And we run across that. I want to play a clip that I found um, from Jimmy Carter. Uh, Jimmy Carter apparently, um, when elected, um, part of his campaign, um, part of his campaign was, "I'm gonna give full disclosure on UFOs." Uh, known or not, Jimmy Carter had UFO experience, so his claim when he got into office was, "I will disclose UFO stuff." So, I'm just going to play that right now. Are you okay with that? Oh, yeah. Sounds good. We'll listen to it. I don't, and I think it's about three minutes long, so. She was married to U.S. President Jimmy Carter in a 1977 classified briefing that left him in tears, visibly shaken to his core. What disclosure could be so monumental, so earth-shattering, that it would compel a president to retract his promise of declassifying all government information, UFOs? potentially shrouding us in even deeper history. The answer transcends the mere existence of extraterrestrials venturing into the profound depths of our very being and purpose. But first, you should know that Carter has a history with UFOs that predates his presidency. In 1969, Carter was among a small crowd in Leary, Georgia, expecting nothing more than an ordinary evening. Yet as the night unfurled, they witnessed a bizarre phenomenon that left an indelible mark on Carter's life. An unidentified object appeared in the western sky, hovering about 30 degrees above the horizon. The object was extremely bright, far brighter than any planet or star. It didn't stay still, but moved around, changing its color from white to blue, then to red, before repeating in the distance. This erratic dance of lights lasted for about 10 minutes, leaving the onlookers bewildered. It wasn't an aircraft, nor a meteorological event, but an unexplained celestial entity something entirely alien to their comprehension. Harding, an experienced naval officer, could only describe it as the darndest thing I've ever seen. This encounter sparked a pledge, a promise to disclose all government UFO information to the public if he ever became president. Fast forward to 1977, Carter ascends to the presidency, but the anticipated disclosure never materializes. The question then arises, what secrets about extraterrestrial life did the CIA reveal to Carter that would lead him to break this promise and dissolve into tears during a classified briefing? Please be advised, the following revelations may disturb those with strong religious convictions. According to multiple sources, 
including author Richard Dolan, former Nazi researcher Ed Harris on June 14, 1977. Carter received a classified briefing from a MJ-12 officer, several independent sources regarding UFOs. Carter was allegedly informed that the foundations of many major religions, including Christianity, programs orchestrated by extraterrestrials. These entities, as the story goes, created these belief systems to prevent us from destroying things while they conducted their undisclosed experiments on our species. Moreover, they were allegedly our creators. The weight of this revelation profoundly affected Carter. Witnesses recall him sinking his head into his hands, weeping uncontrollably, and appearing deeply disturbed for weeks afterward. The realization of such potential widespread panic and the ensuing societal chaos led to the abandonment of his promise of disclosure to the public. What are your thoughts on this controversial revelation? Was Carter right to keep this information from the American people? How do you reconcile these claims with your own understanding of our existence, our history, and our beliefs? We invite you to share your thoughts in the comments below. What? Pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, right? pretty interesting stuff. I, I knew that Carter had had some sort of an experience. Um, so, I mean, we're going back that far. Um, and he chose to, uh, to basically keep it quiet. Um, right. So what do you think about, um, what do you think about, um, whatever these things are being the, uh, uh, creators of religion? Well, I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of speculation about that, especially when you go back to, you've got the folks that are saying, oh, these are um, spacemen on these ancient hieroglyphs and uh, all these these ancient writings or pictures show uh, rocket ships or Apache helicopters or things like that. So uh, could be, you know, obviously that someone as as advanced as these things seem to be would look like a god to somebody back in the past um i mean i think there's a lot out there when you look at even the vatican has um i mean they have um they have they have um huge telescopes and um things that look into the sky and you know, you know what I mean? They just yeah. have, they have a lot of, 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 of stuff that's just, just like they're looking at the sky for some reason. I mean, do they know something we don't too? Probably. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, um, well, the, the archive, whatever they call it, if it's even, I mean, I'm sure it's real, but, the Vatican archives, who knows what sort of secrets are in there, what's being hidden from everyone. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's a, you know, 1500 years worth of um, history and things that they've salvaged and saved and kept over the years. Some of them because they're just preserving them. Some of them because they don't want anybody else to see them. You know, who knows? Um, 
So, you know, I know it's um, it's hard to say. I mean, it's weird to say, but I, I just think that if, if we don't find out something during this time, we're never going to find it out. I think we're at a point right now where either disclosure is going to happen or we're just going to be lied to and it's going to be covered up. And yeah. I, I just don't think with the way media is right now, with, with, with social media, with people having more access to... The only thing I can see them doing to stop something like this is to basically destroy the internet. Yeah. Our, 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 the way we communicate. And the world relies to, relies too heavily on the internet now for it to be destroyed. Okay, well, if, also, you know, my thoughts also on that are if these are intelligent, non-human entities, why don't they just come out and say, hey, you know, you people, you've been lied to. This, here we are. This is us. Why don't they just do that? I mean, it's not like, not like they're trying super hard to be hidden if people are catching them on camera or fighter pilots are seeing them or they're buzzing, you know, uh, destroyers out in the middle of the, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, yeah, well, and, you know, the other thing on that is um, whoever started this, they're dead and gone. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're dead and gone. They've been dead and gone for a while. Unless there's something about that they're hiding, too. Um, but you can always say, well, we just carried on what was passed down to us. Right. You know, you can blame it on the, the people that started the program. Um, who was the president that, um, and you may not know, and I don't know that I know, that the Majestic 12, which was mentioned in that little clip I just played, um, mm. there was a, um, you know, um, the Majestic 12 was, was that Eisenhower or Roosevelt that created them? Um, was established by a president? I'm not sure. <laughs> hmm. It was called MJ-12. Truman. Harry Truman. Okay. So, um, that was in what, the forties? Yeah. So the Majestic 12 was, um, basically put together by Truman to investigate this kind of stuff. Um, you know, there is a really cool older series, uh, a sci-fi series called Dark Skies. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is about the Majestic 12. Gotcha. Uh, really good if you've never um, watched it. This package. I think it is a Wi-Fi series or a sci-fi series. Like I actually think it was on. It was from the nineties. Um, and I think it was like a one-season thing, but I, I was really into it back then. Uh, yeah. It was it was really cool, but. Um, 
you know, I don't know, man. I, I just think we're in a weird time, and I think, uh, I honestly think that we're, I think something's got to come out. There's too many people in that new legislation that passed, too, that also had a provision, and I don't have it pulled up anymore. Um, no. There was also written into it that if you, if you, there were, there were new whistleblower rules written into it saying, basically, you can, um, we're going to forgive everything, anything that you would be, even if it's like super classified, you don't have to worry about it anymore. And then it also said that, um, it also said that um, if you have information and then you do not come forward, you can be charged criminally. So they're, they're kind of putting a new rule in there. It says, if you know shit, you better tell us. Right. We're going to charge you. If we find it out, we're going to charge you. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think there's a lot going on. I think it's a really cool time to be alive. I just want to be alive long enough to see the outcome of it. Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't know. You know, I want well, to. Obviously, I, you know, I'd love for there to be something in the it's a positive for everyone, you know? Um, yes. But I think it would create a huge period of unrest if it does come out, you know, if it comes out and it is true and we have these things that are revealed. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't going to take it very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's still going to be people um, that are are not going to believe it. Yeah. Even when they're showed, even when when they see it with their own eyes, they're not going to believe it. They're going to still say, you know, I always hear Project Blue Bean, Project, like, this stuff's made up to try to, uh, disinformation to get your mind off of something else. Like, oh, here's aliens, here's aliens. Don't pay attention to what all we're, the money we're giving to Ukraine or, right. you know, stuff like that. I mean, and then, you know, some of it might be, but I think there's a true, um, desire out there from some people and some of these elected officials I think are finally getting pressure off of the people that put them in office Yeah, to say the hell's going on dude you can figure it out find out for us right I mean that's where that's where I'm at on it so um, and I know um, as you've said this, this stuff could be coming from Maybe it. Maybe they're living under the water. Maybe it's something that's living under the water. I heard some. I read something that I meant to tell you this week because it goes along with really part of your theory. Um, that octopuses um, were brought to Earth by meteors. Hmm. And that they were uh, brought to birth, riding octopus eggs were riding on meteors that crashed on Earth like 540 million years ago. So a lot of details I've read about octopus makes me very scared of fuckers, for one. Yeah. Uh, for their size, their brain is almost, is quite, quite a bit bigger, 30% bigger than what our brains are. For their size, so they're extremely smart. Obviously, they live, you know, down in the, the bottom of the ocean, um, 
there is a movie on Amazon Prime that is about aliens, obviously, but it, uh, I'm trying to think what the name of it is. It is, um, God, I watched it. Basically, these aliens come from space in this movie, and they, um, only contact we have with them is to go up into their ship, and we can talk to them. Oh, that's the arrival, isn't it? Arrival. Yeah. They look like octopuses, dude. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen they look like octopuses? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. And I mean, it's not like a thrilling, exciting, crazy movie because when it it kind of ends so weirdly, and and the whole the whole movie is basically about trying to figure out a way to communicate. That's pretty much the entire movie. Right. Um. So, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 um, I'm ready to get some, I'm ready to get some answers, some real stuff instead of being the crazy kook that's been talking about UFOs for the last 30 years. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'd like to have some definitive, something definitive, you know, let's settle the issue or let's, you know, just get started investigating it for real. Like, you know, let's find out that it's real and find out what we can do and how it's going to affect us. Um, it's crazy. I hope we get some cool technology out of it. I hope I get a cool alien drinking buddy that likes to sit around the campfire and um, name, you know, I hope he's like, uh, what was Fred Flintstone's alien's buddy's name? Oh, um, yeah. That just popped up beside his head. Gazoo, the, the great gazoo. Yeah. The I mean, look, dude, when did the Flintstones come out? How long ago was oh, that? That was, in the, that was in the 60s. And there were aliens then. Yeah. In cartoons. Right. So, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. Maybe the kazoo, but kazoo was kind of a, he was a, he kind of screwed stuff up a lot, didn't he? He did. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I don't want him. Maybe I just want uh, something similar to that. I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. I hope they don't need to like crash on our couches and stuff, though. I don't think they'll have to. Well, I don't think we'll have to worry about that part. <laughs> a little, it's a little bit too dry. Well, you know, I mean, the last thing I would want it to do is be like the movie District 9. Oh, yeah. And that's probably what it would be like, is like District 9, which is, if you haven't watched District 9, go watch District 9. It's a great movie. It's a weird movie, but it's a great movie. And I've heard that there's going to be a District 10 coming out. I've heard rumors of that for a while. I haven't <clears throat> seen any progress on it anywhere. Um, yeah, and the way that ended, I mean, they, they, they left it open. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, that there could be a second one at the end. So, um, and it, yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I will tell you, I'm going to put some links to this, um, the guy, uh, John Ramirez. I'll try to get a link up to that uh, uh, video that 
news clip I played with uh, whatever it was, the video clip about uh, Jimmy Carter. Right. Carter. Now, here's something I find weird about Jimmy Carter. You know, all of that, maybe he knows the truth. Wasn't he put in hospice, like, months ago? Yeah, he's, I, I was just thinking the same thing. He's, I think he's still hanging on. I haven't heard anything different. Right. And, I, I mean, and I, and I may be wrong. I mean, he's been put, put in hospice care for end-of-life care. And, you know, somebody's, uh, somebody's watching out for him, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe he knows something we don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Well, he's he's ninety nine years old, right? And I don't even know what was supposedly wrong with him. I always thought he was a pretty cool dude. I always like. I remember when I was young. Of course, he was already like a former president at that point. Um, but I remember, you know, I lived with my grandparents, and I remember that anytime Jimmy Carter come on TV to talk, dude, it was like lock the freaking door and turn the TV up as loud as it was going to go because he's the best thing that's ever walked across the face of the United States in their eyes. So uh, I know that's not the case in a lot of people's eyes, but mm-hmm. in my, my, my grandparents, that uh, they really, uh, they really, hung on to every word that came out of his mouth. I'll say that. Right. Yeah. And I think part of the big, um, part of the big thing was that he was a, a peanut farmer or something like that. And, he was. Yeah. Uh, the man does, uh, is amazing though, because he's got a, 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 a good, uh, background, uh, military background. He was, uh, basically a nuclear scientist too. I mean, without, in lack of better words, you know, I think in one of the episodes I mentioned that, they had a big uh, nuclear disaster in Canada, and Jimmy Carter was called in before he was president to help come up with a solution for the uh, the nuclear power plant that had uh, had a meltdown, and yeah. uh, or was going to have a meltdown, and he prevented it. And not only come up with the plan, but he actually worked with the crew to make that plan a success. He went in and changed parts out in this nuclear reactor himself. Um, so that, that was that was pretty cool, I think. Um, but anyway, I guess we've been flapping on for most of our time now. We probably need to wrap this up. Uh, final thoughts, man. Give me your final thoughts on it all. What, what do you think is going to happen? What do you believe and what do you do not believe? Um. I'm still up in the air on it. I think I think we're going to find out something, and it's either going to you know we're either going to find out this is real, or the government has some high tech stuff that they have not been telling you know that they've been trying to hide or trying to keep secret. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's real interesting. It's a great thought experiment. It's something to think about and have fun with. Um, hopefully, we'll get some more information and not just. Oh, that's classified. I'll I'll do that in a private meeting with you. You know, we need something. We need something more. Something substantial. You know, I agree with you. Um, you know, the two whistleblowers that, that were pilots, both of them saw what they saw. I, I did find it weird on the, when when they were asked if their lives had been threatened or anything like that. Both of them were like, "No." Yeah. But David Grash has had repercussion after repercussion. They've tried to ruin his career. They've tried to dis, 
credit him, and none of that seems to be working because he must have been a a straight laced guy. Yeah. You know, like every, there's like not a lot of dirt on him. Right. Well, and here you know the thing is, I think if you're David Grush and you're getting ready to do this, you shouldn't be worried about your career because you might as well think, well, that's gone, that's over. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. something else. You know, so why worry about that part? You know, he's, he's retired, so the only thing he's right. worried about probably is keeping his his pension, his benefits. Yeah, sure. Uh, and and supporting his family. Uh, in fact, it. He has got such an open. Um, now he's going to have such an open book of other things that he can do. Sure. Uh, as long as he's not proven a liar, and I don't. I, I personally, I believe the guy. I just don't think you're going to come and testify, and not. I mean, you're 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 not going to get in front of Congress and 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 testify to something. That could literally put you in prison the rest of your life. Sure. And I, you know, they've even assigned security details to him, from what I hear, because, and if they've done that, he's definitely revealing something that somebody don't want out there—the dark right. overlords or whoever it is that—that that is the group. They're like Michael Knight, man, from Knight Rider. <laughs> they work above the law. They're the people that work above the government. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so, you know, I mean, Michael Knight was awesome. So, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, I'll get this stuff up on our um, on our website. Um, the, the links, that's thepatternsfullpodcast.com. As for me, you know, I have I've always believed in um, extraterrestrial life. Uh, I, I know it's out there. I'm not that stupid. Uh, I also believe that um, I'm not one of them that thinks people loaded up on one of these ships and flew across the galaxy. I think yeah. if this happened if they're here and they're from somewhere else. There's one or two things. One, they have a base somewhere here on Earth, whether that's under the ocean, in a hillside, under the ground, somewhere. Right. Yeah. In the in the inside of the moon, in the you know, in the center of the moon. I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying. I also think instead of coming across they may have come from star systems far, far away. They have the technology to create a portal, something like a Stargate, um, uh, a wormhole, something that moves them from one part of the universe to another. Uh, yeah, I could go with that. And, or, if that's not the case, then they're interdimensional beings. And by interdimensional, I mean, you know, they're just in another dimension and they are on a higher plane than us. So we live in a three-dimensional world. We live in a four-dimensional world, but we can only see the three dimensions. Right. And if if they live in a four-dimensional world, maybe they see we can't see that fourth dimension. They can see us, and they can come over into this dimension. Sure. Because they're at a higher level than we are. I don't know. That's just where I think on it all. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I, obviously, I've got a lot of another crap floating around in this empty head of mine. Uh, I mean, this is the shit that keeps me up at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the shit I'm laying around thinking about at two o'clock in the morning, not uh, going on vacation and stuff. But gotcha. anyway, I want to hit us up. Let's hit up our people. We'll get out of here. Yep. Uh, if you're okay with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lots of downloads this last off the last podcast. Thank you guys again. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. We're on TikTok now. Right. At, at the pattern is F U. Um, <laughs> okay. That is also our uh, uh, handle on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are on threads as well. Pattern is Full Podcast. Website, patternsfull.com. And then, of course, you can get us anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast. Right. So, since our last podcast, man, we had a lot of downloads last. Um, let's see. Uh, the United Kingdom, specifically England and Scotland. Um, we had. Um, Canada, and that was British Columbia and Ontario. Pretty good um, feedback there. Australia, Germany, Ireland, Iran. Oh, wow. Hmm. And our one guy that holds in there, one guy or gal or, I don't know, could be a chat bot for all I know, Taiwan. I don't know how they're getting it translated over there, but somebody's getting our stuff in Taiwan. Uh, And I love it. And then um, uh, Ireland came in. You know, I was glad to get Ireland in there. They're cool. Yeah. They're new. Uh, major down. United States really hit big. Kentucky was our number one. Georgia, California, Tennessee, Washington, Colorado, Virginia, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, Indiana, Florida, Connecticut, Illinois, Arizona, Minnesota, North Carolina. Wyoming, Washington, D.C., Idaho, Massachusetts, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Texas. Wow. So thank you. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Um, You guys are awesome. And, um, hey, you know, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's it's good to get get the good feedback from you guys. And, um. I mean, it's just good. It's good. Uh, give us a five-star review. Like us or hate us. <laughs> you can always go back and change it later, but this, this helps us get the, the word out there. And uh, uh, if, you don't, if you don't mind, I'll give a plug to my uh, yeah. other podcasting venture. Sure. 30-plus uh, minutes with HP Lovecraft. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. You can also look up lovecraftpod.com. And uh, you'll see links to all of our episodes and some other things there. Uh, and just a couple of days ago, we were guests on the Strange Shadows podcast, which is a podcast about the um, weird fiction writer Clark Ashton Smith. And um, Tim Mendes and Rob Poynton are the gentlemen that put that together. And there's some really interesting folks. So if you uh, 
like that type of thing, weird fiction, science fiction, check us out and uh, definitely check out Strange Shadows. All right. Thank you guys. And um, we hope to see you back here in two weeks, if not one week. And hopefully we'll have a guest interview. We'll kind of, unless breaking news, something (laughs) crazy happens, we're going to get away from the UFO disclosure thing and get back on our regular topics. It's just hard not to talk about it because it's very exciting right now. It is. Um, And um, so, um, I mean, that's all I talk about to regular people. And most people think I'm crazy. So, um, but anyway, thank you for listening, and um, we hope to see you very soon. Hear from you very soon. I'm Dan, and the pattern is full. Signing off. I'm Dave. Sorry. Take care. That's life. Yeah, you just. <laughs> I was like killing him, dude. Okay, you just cutting him out. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all. Peace out. Thanks for listening to The Pattern is Full, where we explore the unknown and mysterious phenomenon of our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode and your mind has been opened to the hidden patterns in this universe. Be sure to tune in next time as we dive deeper into the unknown. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your support helps us continue to uncover the mysteries of our world. Until next time, keep an open mind and keep searching for the patterns in our world. The Pattern is Full is signing off.